This is the Small Moves Podcast with your host, Jason Hertzberger, episode 30. Never trust an atom. They make up everything. Har, har, har. You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress. With your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your, your next step starts now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Small Moves Podcast. I'm really glad that you're with me today. Today is a special episode for me and hopefully a mark of a new feature of the Small Moves Podcast. On a relatively frequent basis, I'm going to want to start interviewing freakishly amazing young people who I think can offer some small move recommendations to other young kids to start making their way in a more positive direction. And today is the first of that interview series, and I can't possibly imagine having a better guest to kick off this program. Today, I'm interviewing Nate Butkus. Nate is a native of Chicago, the Chicago area, and at the ripe old age of five years old, he decided to launch his own podcast a show about science. It's called The Show About Science with Nate Butkus. This kid is incredible. He latched on to an interest in science fairly early on, and uh, it's actually a really hilarious story about how he first started getting into science. Um, That would be that his dad was trying to entertain him when he was younger by keeping him away from mommy in the morning to give mommy a little bit more time to sleep. So he started showing Nate some videos of quiet Mars Rover videos um, in the bedroom when trying to wake up when mommy was trying to wake up in the morning. And that was something that sort of captivated Nate early on when he was really, really little. And The interest in space and Mars stuck and grew and turned into a seemingly unsatiable interest in science, and that got him involved into Destination Imagination and his own sort of self-discovery in the science realm, and it culminated when he was all of five into launching the show about science, the podcast that he launched. And here we are over two years later. The show is still going strong. He's released about 48 episodes as of right now, interviewing some of the more impressive scientists that are out there. Uh, just really an incredible, an incredible little kid. And I re- he's been interviewed on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He has been featured on PBS. He the his name is getting around as it should. There's not too many 7-year-olds that have a 2-year established podcast on a topic as varied and deep as the science that his show touches on. Really an incredible kid. I'm actually really happy to have him on the show today. I'm not going to get too much more into it because this show is a little bit shorter format than other episodes of the Small Moves podcast that you might be used to um, interviewing someone who's seven years old does have a tendency to uh, we tend to keep things concise. So without further ado, I bring you Nate Budkus. Here we go. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Small Moves Podcast, small steps for big progress. Let's prepare to ignite. Hey, Nate, thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Yeah, man. How, like, how's, how's the weather up there in Chicago today? 
Um, it's actually snowing. Yeah, it was. It snowed here for the first time just yesterday. Yeah, same yeah, with us. Pre- same with us. Yeah, super cool. Um, there was a lot of snowballs that you could make yesterday, but not as much today. <laughs> yeah, did, did the sun, did the sun melt off a lot of it yesterday and today? Yeah, like yeah, but like most mm-hmm. of it, I just took and threw out my papa. No. Oh. <laughs> That's as much awesome. as I took. That's awesome. Did did you did you get him with any when he wasn't looking? Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the most fun kind. Um so yeah, Nate, my my audience got a general idea about you and your background in the introduction that I just went off a couple a few minutes ago, but obviously, you know, you and I don't know each other all that well. You know, we've we've spoken we spoke once on the phone. I've read about you on the PBS article and saw the clip on the the Ellen show, but article? you know, obviously What's what that? PBS article? Because I am not aware of this. Oh, I saw there was an article from PBS.org, PBS NewsHour. Looked like it was published back in April of this year about your podcast. Um, what day on April? April eighteenth. So you're so um, pre- you're so precise. You are you are you are, you are in the science before my birthday. You? Oh, nice. To be more specific, it was published at 10.53 a.m. Eastern, April 18th, 2017. <laughs> by the way, by the way, audience, the article that we're talking that we're talking about, I will link to in the show notes so that you guys can take a look at that as well. Okay. But so the obviously you know yourself better than I know you. Like what 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 got you into wanting to podcast? And tell me what why did you specifically pick science instead of i don't know reading or just a game that you're into or you know a book that you know you guys have been reading like why why did you pick science um because i actually didn't really pick it it's just that um my dad needed a way for me to not wake my mom up in the morning and he found <laughs> Owned that by um, playing videos of the Mars rover, and I eventually decided to get, and eventually I got into those, and I started branching off from there. I'm taking notes because I'm trying to come up with an idea to get my almost three year old to not wake up my wife in the morning. So I'm writing, I'm writing down the uh, the Mars rover video idea actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's super cool. Now, had you, before you actually started your podcast, I know, I know your dad works in the wonderful world of audio as well. Um, did, did you play around with doing any sort of recording for anything for school before you started your podcast or was your podcast your first time ever really standing in front of a microphone? My podcast was really the first time, but, um, but, um, I did, but after my podcast, this is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. My dad needed to have somebody be able to, um, he works for JAMA and now he's into video, but, okay. but like I got to um, do some wheezing for him. Like 
I got to like <gasps> like that. Uh, just for sound effects. Just for sound effects. Like oh, that's he needed like somebody to wheeze in his article about what was it about? About peanut allergies. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's funny. Do you, out, of, out of curiosity, do you do you have a peanut allergy or no? I do not, but I do have pollen and mold. That's no fun. <laughs> but l- luckily, no peanut allergy. You get to enjoy peanut butter, same same as my kids. <laughs> I don't like peanut butter. You just haven't had the right peanut butter. That's something that adults will say to you all the time. It's like, oh, you just haven't had it done right. Uh, so I guess my 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 question for you then is, um, since you've been doing podcasting, have you thought about have you thought about podcasting about anything other than so- now that you've got now that you've started your show and you're what? How many episodes have you released so far? Did I see thirty six or thirty seven? As I of right think now? that it's about 48 or 47. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think so you, you've done. Got it. So you've, do, you've done a ton about science already. Have you thought about podcasting about other stuff or are you pretty happy with how things are going with your science podcast? So, far? well, I am pretty happy. Like I think that I've gotten to interview like some big name guests well like i got to well this one might be not be big a name but um humangawadia um and i got to some some youtube youtubers like um mikey bustos if if um anyone is in Canada or the Philippines, you'll probably know him. Um and also Coyote Peterson. Who's Coyote Peterson? Um, he's the host of Brave Wilderness, which is an animal show. Of the um of the of the episodes that you've done so far, I know you, you cover a lot of topics. You you cover a pretty wide area of science so far from what I've listened to in your show. I've listened to about 15 of the shows so far. Um, going back, just sort of going back and listening to your show, I've listened to about 15 of them. And you, you cover a lot of different areas of science. Is there any one area of science that you, that you like more than the others? Like whether it be biology or, you know, chemistry or you know, astrology, like, are, are you huh, astrology? Pardon me. haha, Astronomy. Um, is, it, astrology there, is there any, is a thing. It, <laughs> so like, do, do you, do you enjoy doing any one area more than another or are you pretty, just pretty fascinated with all of it? Well, the thing that. I like is probably biochemistry because like mm-hmm. I um I picked a few flowers once, put them in a test tube, and then waited, and then a couple days in a hot okay. room, and then a couple days later they melted, and. Yeah, and I Melted. got the cells of them. 
I um, filtered out the cells into, so, and then put them under the microscope. And, like, that's when I knew that they were cells. Okay. What did you um, see? I saw, like, muscle cells. I saw um, immune cells. I saw um, regular cells. I saw stem cells. That is so amazing. Yeah, no, the... It's a, it's so amazing what you can see if you've got a really great microscope. Now, is that a microscope you have at your house or do you have it at school? I have it at my house. That is Christmas amazing. Ones. Oh, you got it for Christmas? Yeah. Got it. That's awesome. Um, for for the people in all of the shows that I've listened to so far, you know, you're obviously you're learning stuff, but you're also interviewing people. Um, who have been some of the fa- your favorite people that you've interviewed for your show so far? Like I mentioned earlier, Mike Bustos mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. And um, Mike Mago, the interview with Mike Mago. Um, I think that that's probably those two are probably really good ones. Like, I was like on both of those dates. I I actually got to um do M- Mikey Bustos in person. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, and he's can and you said he's Canadian. Um, yeah, he's Canadian, but uh, he also moved to the Philippines. Got it. And you interviewed him in person. Was he in the U.S. for something, or did you go to the, did you go and visit the Philippines? So he was in the U.S. and I got to talk to him. Um, the reason why is because he had he was playing for a band because he's a pop star. Also, not just a ant farmer he's all also a um pop star like a singer so oh nice um yeah but and i was the first person to interview him about his ads oh wow yeah. really that's pretty cool hey I had a qu- I had a question for you. One time when you and I first started uh, talking back and forth, I was also chatting with your mom as well. She mentioned that you are really involved with that group called Destination Imagination. I when when she mentioned that, I'd actually never heard of it. But when I got off the phone with you guys and I was talking to my wife, who's also a teacher, um, I mentioned Destination Imagination to her and she got all she got really excited about it because she's you know, she really loves what the program's about. But I don't I still don't really know a lot about it. Um, but from what I've heard about it, it sounds pretty awesome. What, what have you done with that? And how have you I guess first, what's your experience been with Destination of all- Imagination? You couldn't have picked a more perfect day to talk about this because today I get to go to Destination Imagination. It's only it's only oh, once fun. a week. Okay. Um, oh, so nice. Okay. Basically, it's about it's about there's a group of kids and we have to solve a problem. And create a play as to how we solved that problem. 
and we got uh, the hard part about it for the parents and for the kids that the parents are mm-hmm. not allowed to help at all. Not at all. Not at all? Okay. What kind of problems do you work on? We do instant challenges throughout the year. And we also do one big challenge. Just one. Okay. That we focus on for the rest of Destination Imagination. So... In the play, I'm going to be wearing my costume today. What's your costume? Um, I'm going to be a French um, grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> a Fra- modern day, France. A, a modern-day French grown-up or a old fr- old French grown-up? Like a historic figure? Um, like a modern, a modern day, like... Not Napoleon's hat, like a modern okay. day page boy <laughs> hat. <laughs> that that sounds awesome. What what's the problem? What is the problem that you're working on for today? The one where you're wearing that uniform, that outfit for? Oh, that's our big problem. The one that we'll be working on okay. for the rest of the destination imagination. Okay. Super cool. Do do you know what the pro? Have they told you what the the big yes, problem they is? Have. Last. What is it? Uh, we have to compare two different cultures and use one thing that means two different things in both countries. And two of the countries, one of them, it sounds like one of them is France. What's the other country? Spain. I've been to both of of them, so I know them both very well. Oh, cool. Where have you been in Spain? I hear Spain is a lot of fun. I didn't have the most pleasing experience. Uh Uh-oh. I can't let that I can't let that one go by. What happened? (laughs) The terrorist attack in Barcelona. Oh god. We were there the in the spot that it happened the day before it happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were in um Barcelona. we went to Barcelona and Madrid though. Oh my gosh. Were were you out of the city by the time it happened? Thank or goodness. we were in Iceland. Oh my gosh, thank goodness. Yeah, like I would when they mentioned it, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you were probably like, wait, what? It scared me half <laughs> to death. I'm sure. I made them let me watch cat videos. For the <laughs> and just to get it out of my head so that I could sleep. <laughs> Is that That's hilarious. Do, do your parents not usually let you watch cat videos? Um, They do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. That's funny. Um, okay. So, Atticur- the so one thing that I'd like uh, my audience to be able to hear is, and I'm like, I'm partially selfish in asking this question, speaking as a parent, but a lot of people have kids that when you first started your podcast, you were what, five or six when you first started? I was five. I was five. And you're seven, and you're seven now, right? 
Yeah. Got it. So a lot of people, a lot of people that I know still have kids of theirs that are five years old. They're still keeping most of their activities based around, you know, playing games. You got, you got into a pretty hard, you've gotten into some pretty hard stuff fairly early on. It was that something that your parents were encouraging you to do, or was that something that you just sort of found on your own? It was my, it was basically my idea. Yeah. That's awesome. What, um, for, for anybody that's listening, whether it be kids that are your age or maybe parents like me or like your parents who have kids that have some interest in that, like, what do you, what would you recommend that they, that other kids start doing, you know, at your age to start learning a little bit more about whether it's science or whether maybe they don't necessarily have as strong an interest in science as you do, but they do have it in, I don't know, reading or, you know, literature or history or math or whatever it is. Like you've, you've gotten pretty, pretty deep into this topic pretty early and you've gotten some really amazing guests on, on your show. Like, what do you think other kids should be doing to start learning about the stuff that they enjoy learning about rather than just sort of sitting back and learning whatever, this only really whatever the school tells them to learn. Like you've obviously gone way beyond what your school is teaching in science right now. So how do you, what do you think kids should do to do the same thing that you're doing? (laughs) My foot fell asleep really badly. (laughs) (laughs) This couch feels good. (laughs) Okay, so um, you can just um, keep going with what you want to learn about. Find one thing that you're really interested in and dig deeper into it. And did you do you do that yourself, just sort of by looking on the internet and fi- and finding stuff out, or do you like go places with your parents to learn more about it, or ask your parents to take you places to teach you more about it? I basically do both, but usually the first one. Okay, well, sure, because I'm sure your parents are pretty busy too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess I I don't want to I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you've got stuff going on today with destination imagination and other stuff too. So I don't want to keep you too much longer. But I just did did want to ask if there is if there's other kids that are listening, like there is there any direct you know message that you want to give to either them or their parents that you think would be just sort of a good message for them to hear now about maybe helping, helping them learn what they want to learn. Like how, how did you like, kind of like, how did you stumble on liking science? Like, were you in a position where you just sort of found something interesting or did you just have, did you have another friend that liked it and that got you into it? Or I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to find out is if there's other kids that are out there that really want to get into it, like how should they start? Like how should they pick, I guess, what to, what to look at? Start small and then grow bigger and bigger 
and bigger. <laughs> Nate, if there's a better if there's a better way to end the interview, I don't think there's a better one than that. That was really awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, for people that are listening, if they want to find out more about you or the programs that you're involved in, like you mentioned, Destination Imagination or anything else, um, or if people just want to say, just want to reach out and say, hey, that you know, you're awesome, keep thing, keep it up. Like, are you on? Is your show on any sort of social media, or can they find? Where can people find out more about you and more about your show? You could download the Pin app and get all of my episodes for free. Can't find that on iTunes anymore. I, you know what? That's funny you said that. I noticed that. I, when I first came across you, I looked on there and it showed all the way back to episode number one. And then I went back the next day, your cover art was different. And then I could only see the last three episodes. I was going to, I was going to ask you about that offline, but I was, I didn't get around to it. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so Pinna, P-I-N-N-A. P-I-N-N-A. It's a part of Panda, please. Oh, that's why. Got it. Okay, got it. Um, Nate, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has really been great. Thanks, and you're welcome. Yeah, man, keep it up. I will. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Small Moves Podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation with Nate. He is such an incredible young man. I'm really wishing him all the best as he continues down this path of podcasting, not to mention just podcasting, but also in his interest in science and what he said was specifically biochemistry. I really wish him all the best. And maybe as time goes by, we will have him back on to see how things progress with him over the years. Um, just as a reminder, he re- recommended for you to listen to his show. You can listen to his show all the way back to the beginning using the Pinna app, which is produced by Panoply. That's P as in Paul, I-N-N-A. You can search for that app in any of the smartphone programs that you have, and you can look for his show, which is the show about science with Nate Butkus. Um, I was speaking with his dad off air after we recorded and he reminded me that Nate show is on Facebook. You can search on Facebook at the show about science and Nate also all again, all of seven has a Twitter profile. You can find him at, at Nate podcasts with an S on the end there at Nate podcasts. Um, go ahead and check him out. Really love this kid. I'm really impressed by him. And I really hope to, uh, do what I can to promote his show and, his process of learning, and frankly, his advice for other kids his age, which is to find information that you like and just get after it. Just do your own searching. YouTube can actually be a helpful means of learning, despite the the silly YouTube cat videos. Um, You can actually learn a lot there, and that is where Nate has done a lot of his learning initially um, before he started talking to world-class scientists about the things that he learned just i'm i'm just sort of floored by this kid so i'm getting a little off the rails here i do apologize but i had fun with this one and i really hope you guys did as well definitely check out his show on either itunes or penna follow him on twitter at nate podcasts and on facebook the show about science Thanks again for listening to this episode. Don't forget also to follow me on Twitter at Jason Hertzberger. Uh, With that, I will let it go and I will talk to you guys next time around. You got this. (laughs) 